This sermon was recorded at the Church of Christ, Wheeler area, located at 1500 South Allen L. Bean Boulevard in Wheeler, Texas. Our regular meeting times are at 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. each Sunday. Come join us as we seek to worship God in spirit and in truth. As we had the opportunity to interact with others and, and share the message of Jesus, inevitably it seems like uh, among those who are already religious, already affiliated with a, a church or a denomination, as we study with them Jesus, as we study with them the gospel, uh, we run into a sticking point. And, and I don't think that sticking point arrives out of any uh, maliciousness on their part. Uh, I don't think they're trying to be uh, confrontational. I don't think we're trying to be confrontational. But that sticking point arrives nonetheless. And sometimes it leads to to heated debate back and forth. And I've certainly been guilty of that uh, over my lifetime and trying to study with somebody and coming to uh, this certain sticking point and, and getting angry or frustrated. And that results in them getting angry or frustrated and that shuts down uh, the discussion or the dialogue altogether. And so as I've thought about that, I've thought about how can we approach this particular sticking point and the one that I'm talking about arrives uh, from this verse and other verses like it. John chapter 3 verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that sticking point is the, the doctrine of faith only or faith alone. And it comes up so often, so regularly. And there's a reason that it comes up so often and so regularly, and that's because the Bible puts a great deal of emphasis on faith. Faith is important. Faith is fundamental. Faith is critical to you learning and growing and acting like a Christian. And if you don't have faith, you're not going to do those things. If you do not have faith, you will not have everlasting life. If you don't believe in Jesus and believe in what Jesus can do, you will not have everlasting life. The Bible's very clear about that. And so this sticking point arrives nonetheless. And so what I want to talk to you this morning about is what it means to believe in Christ. What does it mean to believe in Jesus Christ? What does it mean to have faith in Him? What does it mean to put our trust and our belief in Him as the Messiah and in Him as the Christ? And I want to do that by comparing a couple things. And so we'll, we'll go through uh, a list of things that, that shows us that the Bible clearly teaches that we're saved by faith. The Bible teaches salvation through faith. And it does that in a very clear and, and in a way that we cannot misinterpret it. Faith is critical to your salvation this morning. And you ought to regularly examine your faith. Are you in the faith? Do you have faith? Do you believe in Jesus Christ in the way that he wants you to believe in him? Because faith results in the purification of your soul. Faith results in purification. Now what is purification? To purify something means to make it clean from stains or dirt. And in the sense of our spirituality, it means to make us free from the defilement of sin. Does that sound pretty important? Do you want your heart and your soul to be purified in the sight of God? When he looks at you, do you want to be pure in his sight? 
The opposite of that is to look like a pig, to be dirty, to be filthy, to be defiled, to have sin in the sight of God. When he looks at you, he sees nothing but this ball of sin and, and wretchedness. So we want to be pure, don't we? Faith brings purification. The Bible's clear about that. Acts chapter 15 and verse number 9. Speaking of the Gentiles, he says, And has put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by what? By faith. The hearts of the Gentiles were purified by faith. Your heart today is purified by faith. And this becomes a sticking point somewhat because people see that and they see that your heart is purified by faith and they stop. They say, I'm purified by faith. I, I can't argue that fact. I won't argue that fact. In fact, I'll give a, a hearty amen to the fact that your heart is purified by faith. There's just no doubt about it. Faith brings about or results in justification. Now, what is justification? To be justified means to render righteous or as one ought to be. To be rendered righteous. Now we want that, don't we? Just like purification. I'm not righteous. And guess what? You're not righteous. But I want, when God looks at me, to look at me and say that person is righteous. Well, how do we do that? The Bible says by faith. By faith. We accomplish that. Romans chapter 5 and verse number 1. Therefore being justified by faith. We have peace with God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Being justified by what? By faith. You're justified by faith. As we look further in the, in the book of Romans chapter 3 verse 26. It says to declare I say at this time his righteousness. That he might be just. And the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. We're justified. We're made righteous by faith. The Bible teaches that faith results in the remission of sin. What is the remission of sin? It means that we've been released from bondage. It means that we've been pardoned. It means that it's as if we never committed the crime. As if we never committed the sin. That's what remission of sin means. That we, it's just like we never committed the sin. That sounds pretty good. I've committed a lot of sin, unfortunately. I've sinned regularly over the course of my life, and I want remission of that sin. I want to be released from that bondage. I want it to be like I never committed that sin. Well, how do I do that? The Bible says by faith. Acts chapter 10 and verse number 42. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. To give uh, to him give all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. Whosoever believeth in Jesus, who believeth in him, shall receive remission of sins. Like the sins never been committed. I want that, don't you? I know a lot of people that want that. And I know a lot of people that believe faith brings that. And you know what? They're right. They're right. Faith brings that. It brings that remission. Faith results in a new birth or brings about a new birth. 
1 John chapter 5 and verse number 1. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that beget loveth him also that is begotten of him. Being born of God, a new birth. Born again, what does that mean? Well, we know what a new birth is. We understand what a birth is. We understand that we must be born again into a new life, a new creature. Old things passed away. All things become as new. And the Bible teaches us that whoever believes in Jesus is born of God. They're born again. Not of flesh, but of God, of spirit. 1 John chapter 5 and verse number 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even what? Our faith. We sing the song, faith is the victory. What's it the victory over? It's the victory over the world. Why is it the victory over the world? Because then we're born of God. We're not born of flesh. We're not born of the world. We're born of God when we have faith. When we believe in Jesus. Faith results in salvation. What is salvation? To be saved means to keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destruction. I want salvation. I think you want salvation. I think there's a lot of people out there that want salvation. They want to be rescued. How are we rescued? How are we saved? The Bible teaches it's through faith. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. Lest any man should boast. We've already read, where's the boasting? It's excluded. We can't boast. We can't do this ourselves. Jesus does this. Jesus does it. Jesus saves us. How does he do that? It says, by his grace. How do we get his grace? The Bible says we do that through faith. Through faith. Faith is the means by which we obtain God's grace. Faith is the means by which we access the grace that he's offering to us. Not of anything that we could do ourselves. Faith brings about everlasting life. That's the goal, isn't it? That's what all these other things equal up to. When we obtain purification and justification, when we get the remission of our sins and we're born again and we've obtained salvation, all that equals eternal life. So it makes sense if faith brings about all these other things, that faith also brings about everlasting life. We've already read John 3, 16. Let's read the verses around it. Beginning in verse 15. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but... That the world through him might be saved. He wants us to have eternal life. Whosoever believeth in him. Believeth in him. And so it's not hard to figure out why people study the word of God. And come to the conclusion that if you believe in Jesus Christ you'll be saved. That's what the Bible teaches after all isn't it? The Bible clearly teaches that. There's no debate. Of whether or not it is necessary to believe in Jesus Christ, to have faith in Him. But what does it really mean to have faith in Him? Because the Bible, just as clearly as it teaches all these things, or through faith, teaches that all these same things 
Same things are through obedience. And so faith and obedience both bring about these things. Let's take a quick look. Obedience results in purification. Remember, we want to be purified. We don't want to be dirty. We don't want to be wretched. We don't want God to see all that sin. We want him to purify that. How does he do that? Well, we know he does it through faith. But guess what? The Bible also says he does it through obedience. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 22. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth. Through the Spirit, unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying. Wait a minute, I thought it was by believing. Yes, it is. And obeying. Obeying. Obedience. Purifies your soul. What about justification? We want to be just before God. We want to be righteous in His sight. We want Him to look at us and see righteousness. Not the guilt that we're full of, but righteousness. How does He do that? He does it through faith, but guess what? The Bible says He does it through obedience. Was not Abraham, in James chapter 2, verse 21, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Now what's happening here? God has issued a command to Abraham. He said, I want you to go and offer Isaac. I want you to offer your son as a sacrifice to me. It wasn't Abraham's idea to do that. If it had been Abraham's idea to do that, that would have been murder. That would have been sin. People throughout time have come up with that idea on their own. They've decided they're going to sacrifice something to God. Crazy people have tried to sacrifice their own children. Other people have tried to sacrifice something else. They've come up with that idea on their own wasn't pleasing to God. But God told Abraham, you go offer Isaac. That's a command. And how was he justified in that? Not just by believing it, but by the works of... He, he bound up Isaac. He took him to the place that God appointed him. He tied him up. He put the knife in his hand and he drew it back. And he was going to follow through with that. He was obedient to the command. And the Bible says he was justified by that. God looked at him and said, you're righteous. You're obeying. <clears throat> Obedience brings about the remission of sin. But I thought faith did. It does. Faith does bring about the remission of sin, but so, do, so too does obedience. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 37, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them. All right, so they've got a question. What do we need to do? And Peter issues the command. Just like God issued a command to Abraham, you go and sacrifice, sacrifice your son. Peter issues a command here. And that command is repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. For what? The remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And so he says, if you obey the command then you'll receive the remission of your sins. If you don't obey the command, there's no remission. Obedience brings about a new birth. 1 John chapter 2 and verse number 29. If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. If they do righteousness, if they obey him, they're born of him, they're born again. Not born of the world, 
Not born of flesh, but born of him. And that's a new birth. And how do you get it? You do what he has said to do. You obey. Obedience results in salvation. Want to be saved from danger. Want to be rescued from destruction. How do we do that? Hebrews chapter 5 verses 8 through 9. Though he were a son, yet learned the obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Unto all them that obey him, that do what he has told them to do. We don't have time to go through all the commands that we've been told to do. It's a lifestyle. You study your word. You study the word of God. You look into it. You figure out what he wants you to do and you do it. Whatever it says, you do it. You don't question it. You do it. And then you have salvation. Not because you did it, but because he told you what to do. And you followed his orders. And it brought about salvation. And again, all these things add up to eternal life or everlasting life. How do you get there? Obedience. John chapter 6, verse 53. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Jesus issues the command. Eat my flesh. And drink my blood. That's a command. How do you obtain the eternal life? Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life. And I'll raise him up at the last day. How do you get it? You do what he said. And when you do what Jesus said, when you obey what Jesus has commanded, guess what? You get eternal life. You get eternal life. And so you see, faith equals all these things. Faith is purification. When you believe in Jesus Christ, you get purification. When you believe in Him, you get justification. When you believe in Him, you get remission. When you believe in Him, you get a new birth. When you believe in Him, you get salvation. And ultimately, when you believe in Him, you get everlasting life. But you also get that when you obey. So the question becomes, well, is it an either-or kind of deal? And we've got into that debate over the years. Well, it must be either-or. I believe in Him. I have faith in Him. And so it really doesn't matter whether I obey him or not. I don't have to obey as long as I have faith. And then there's been the other side of the coin that says just do, do, do. You don't even have to think about it. Don't worry about it. Don't, you don't have to have any faith. It's just the action of doing it. Both those things are wrong. And if we're guilty of being on one side of that coin or the other side of that coin, it's just wrong because believing in him means that we're going to obey him. And that's what it all boils down to. Do you believe in Jesus Christ today? Do you believe in him? If so, you will not question his command. When he says do this, you will do it without question. You won't look for a workaround. You won't look for a better way. You will do what he has asked you to do. And that is obedience. And so believing in him means that we will fulfill those commands. There's a verse in Matthew chapter 21, not talking about Jesus, it's talking about John. But I think it lays this concept out there nicely for us. Matthew chapter 21 and verse 32. It says, For John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and you believed him not. 
So Jesus is saying, you didn't believe John. You didn't believe what John said. But the publicans and harlots believed him. They did believe what John said. And then listen to what he says. And ye, when ye had seen it, repented not afterward that ye might believe. A lot of times we talk about repentance and belief as as separate things, different things. And, And they are in some ways. But what this verse shows me is that if you believe, you will repent. (laughs) You can't really believe in Jesus and not repent of your sins. You can't really believe in Jesus and continue to go and do what you want to do and serve yourself. If you really believe in him, you're going to change. And part of that change is submitting to him totally and completely. I'll do whatever you say, Jesus. I'll read your word because you've commanded me to read it. I'll study it because you've commanded me to study it. And when I see what's in there, I will do it with my whole heart because I believe in you. I believe in you. So the reality is it takes faith and obedience, doesn't it? They're together. They're they're joined. They can't be separated. You can't say you believe in Jesus and not obey him. You can't read the word of God and see that he's commanded these works. They're not our works. Believe, repent, confess, be baptized. I didn't make that up. You didn't make that up. That wasn't a man's idea. That was the idea of Jesus Christ himself. Just as surely as he said to Abraham, you go and offer Isaac your son. And when Abraham had offered Isaac, he was what? He was justified. And when Jesus tells you, believe, repent, confess, be baptized, and you do it, you're justified. Not because you did it, but because you obeyed him. Because you just submitted yourself to him. Because you demonstrated and illustrated your faith. Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 6 says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. A working faith. A faith that works. A faith that does. A faith that obeys. How do we come to that conclusion? A faith which worketh by love. Do you love Jesus? He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Obey. That's a working faith. Faith that obeys. A working faith. A faith that worketh by love. Keeping of his commandments. James chapter 2 and verse 18. Yea, a man say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. And I will show thee my faith by my works. Because faith works. Faith obeys. Faith demonstrates its love for Jesus. So my question to you today is, do you believe in Jesus Christ? You can't have salvation if you don't. And the reason you can't have salvation if you don't is because you will not obey if you don't have faith. You will not obey. And so as you study with individuals about that, help them to see what true faith is. Help them to see what really believing is. In Jesus is because James 2 and verse 22 speaking of Abraham he says see thou how how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect not his works God's works God's works made him perfect obedience to God's work 
will make you perfect. It will make you righteous. It will make you justified. It will make you purified. It will give you salvation. It will give you eternal life. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you have questions about what you have heard or would like to know more information, please contact us by emailing cfcwheelerarea at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook or Instagram and send us a message there.